MTV's official Challenge podcast is back for another season. And so are we. I'm Tori Deal. And I'm Anissa Ferreira. The wait is over, guys. All Stars 4 is finally here. And this season takes it to a whole new level. Old school legends, modern power players, and ex-lovers are all competing in Cape Town, South Africa for the prize of $300,000. And we're going to be right here along with you fans covering every episode on the podcast. Listen to MTV's official Challenge podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Hannah Storm, and my new podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, chronicles my six decades in professional basketball, from growing up in the sport to becoming one of sports TV's first female broadcasters. Join me as I dig deep into the game's history, unearth some wild stories, and talk to my friends from the world of basketball, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley. It's been a wild ride, and now I get to take you with me. Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storm on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith, host of the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and I answer your phone calls and respond to your tweets. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions and straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. All that and more. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. Hey, thanks for downloading this podcast. If you want to listen live, be sure to download the iHeartRadio app and search for Fantasy Sports Radio Network. Thanks for listening and enjoy the show. Good morning. Wake up! The Morning Line. Line up, ladies! All right, people, here we go. It is Friday. We have made it to that time of the week again. Hard to believe it is October the 4th. Man, get ready for it. I know we are plenty of postseason baseball in store for us today and throughout the weekend, not to mention college football back at it tonight and a huge slate of games tomorrow. And let us not forget about the NFL Last you caught up with everything that happened there in all of those sports because they all delivered on uh, on the excitement and the oh boy oh boy talk about hashtag torn tickets there was uh, there were a couple of games last night where if you were holding one side of a bet uh, especially when it had to do with the total you were just uh, you were panicked and hoped I hope you didn't tear the ticket up until you found out exactly what was going on, because there was a big moment last night in college football that could have been disastrous for those that were holding under tickets in that Temple ECU game. Uh, We'll let you hear it. We'll play that coming up. But welcome in here to The Grid. It is sportsgrid.com. I am Joe Ranieri, and I want to thank you guys very much for making us a part of your day here. As, let's face it, guys, we're excited. I mean, we are uh, we are excited for what is about to be a monster, and I mean monster weekend. So let's get you caught up with everything that happened. Oh, I don't know. Last night in uh, let's start with Thursday night football, shall we? Thursday night football battling uh, the Rams and the Seattle Seahawks, a battle of division West opponents. So what does that all mean when it's all said and done? 
Division West opponents. Well, what it means is that we were either going to get a great knockdown, drag them out kind of fight, or we were going to get our typical Thursday night crap, which would, uh, which is usually what we're used to at this point in the season, right? Thursday night football comes and nobody, and I repeat, nobody is excited to see any of it. I'll the fact that you probably can't hear me, can you? Oh, all right. Okay, that's fine. Oh, the audio is fine. I don't know why it's frozen, but that's okay. Yeah, we'll get you. Uh, we got you there. Uh, and we'll let you hear it. I mean, let me put this together because it turned out last night was unbelievable. We'll let you hear what that Thursday night football battle was all about. We'll unfreeze me and we'll get it going here next on The Grid, sportsgrid.com. DailyRoto.com. Learn from the game's best DFS players. We don't just give you premier advice. We play every day. All major sports, all year round, we never stop. Industry-leading DFS tools and custom projections. And now, the DailyRoto.com Optimizer. In minutes, build an optimized lineup for cash games and tourneys. Learn from the game's best DFS players. Join DailyRoto.com. The Nikki Glaser Podcast. Her roast of Tom Brady stole the show. Now she's talking about it on the latest episode of the Nikki Glaser Podcast. I said, tell Tom Brady that I'm the Tom Brady of roasting. Lots of people roasted the goat, but only Nikki is still being talked about. Every time I refresh my DMs, it's 14 blue check marks of people I didn't even know who knew me are writing like paragraphs to me. Hear that in all episodes of the Nikki Glaser Podcast on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search the Nikki Glaser Podcast to start listening. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals, Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith. When I'm not at my day job, first tape, you can find me in my studio hosting the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, at the very least, as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and politics. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions on those nauseating cowboy fans, the chaos in Washington, D.C., and trending topics on social media, as well as my straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. And I occasionally give out love advice. Yes, it's true. If you want to know my true feelings about something, I'll give it to you straight. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast.
All right, welcome back in. Sorry about those uh, technical difficulties. We are back. We are ready to go here October the 4th, 2019. Let's get you caught up with everything that happened overnight in the world of sports here on The Grid, sportsgrid.com. I'm Joe Ranieri. It is the morning line, and we got so much today to get to, but we'll start last night in what was, and I can't believe I'm saying this, and actually a really good Thursday night football game that came right down to the final kick. Can you believe that? Seattle taking on the Rams. Now, this game closed real close, guys. Point and a half, and this is important, and you will find out why this is important here in just a second. But the Seattle Seahawks closed as a a one-and-a-half-point favorite last night, while the over-under number hovered around 49. Opened up at 50, was bet down to about 49. The Rams were actually opened up as a one-point favorite, but a lot of money came towards Seattle throughout the week, pushing it to that one-and-a-half number, which is where it closed. So how did it all play out last night? In case you went to sleep and you're like, I can't stay up for this, it was a little montage, get you caught up with everything that happened, and it was exciting, I can tell you that. Surveys, nowhere to go, and back in the end zone, touchdown! What a catch by Tyler Lockett. Wilson keeps, airs it out, downfield, the rookie! Touchdown, DK Metcalf. Just a three-man rush. Goff fires it, passes, caught for the touchdown. Cooper Cup. Just get it away on first and goal. Gurley, touchdown, Los Angeles. Here's a throw to Moore. Sidesteps for the touchdown. David Moore. Wilson steps through, flips, wide open, and caught after a juggle for the touchdown, Carson. Zerline missed it. That's exactly how it ended there. And if you were keeping score at home, there was just a few more scores by Russell Wilson and the Seattle Seahawks, who took down the Rams at home 30 to 29. Yes, 30 to 29. And that's exactly why I am saying that point and a half closing line. Boy, that was a big, big deal last night. And it's also a great opportunity to point out for novice bettors, those of you just getting into the betting game. That is a great shining example last night of why when we talk about money line plays and forget about the spreads, especially spreads under three points, under a field goal, yeah, um, you do not want to be a person waking up this morning holding a ticket that says Seattle Seahawks and you laid a point and a half. Because you lost. And when you could have laid the money line, which wasn't that much more expensive, you you could have laid the minus 110 and gotten and laid the point and a half, which would not have been the smart move. Or you could have paid an extra 15 cents, uh, 20 cents, and eliminated the spread altogether and just expect Seattle to win, which is exactly what they did. So this is, again, a good time to remind you guys that, yes, When it's under a field goal, do not spend a little extra bucks there, you know, minus 110 to minus 130. Go ahead, spend the extra 20 cents. Take the money line. Forget about the spread. You did not want to have to be waking up this morning going, oh, my goodness. 
Uh, yeah, I did not win. I thought I won. Seattle won. Yep, that's what money lines are all about. So the over also hit, uh, and I believe the closing line was somewhere around 49, 48 and a half, 49 last night on this game. It actually hit with about 13 minutes left in regulation in the fourth quarter. So it was uh, much more of a shootout than a lot of us thought it was go- going to be. And a lot of that reason was, guys, Russell Wilson. Russell Wilson was an absolute beast last night. An absolute beast. He made his case for MVP through five games last night. He was unbelievable. Through four, 268 yards, four touchdowns. Now, like you heard there at the end, Greg the Leg, Greg Zerline, yeah, he doesn't miss too many field goals. In fact, it was his field goal, his 57-yard field goal, that you know took him to the Super Bowl last year. Uh, well, that and the refs. But Greg Zerline does not miss field goals, especially the kind of field goal within, oh, I don't know, 44 yards. Yeah, in fact, going into that game last night, Greg the Leg Zerline, in fact, yeah, he has uh, he's been 112 of 115. That is a 97.4 percent success rate when he's kicking 44 yards or shorter. That was going into last night's game. Had the opportunity to kick that field goal, win it there with just 11 seconds left on the clock, and he choked it away. Kicked it a little bit right, didn't get it to come back, and guess what? Game over. Seattle moves to 4-1 and one now in the NFC West. Tough division. San Francisco getting ready to play this week. They'll be hosting the Cleveland Browns coming off a of bye week. And here are the Rams 3-2. and two. Once again, a little tough luck, a little unfortunate. But one can make the argument that the Rams have been really fortunate in every one of those three wins to be able to walk away with a victory. And sometimes your luck just runs out. And sometimes, yes, sometimes divine intervention, possibly. Sometimes you can't beat what is meant to be. And, of course, I'll refer you to Seattle Seahawks quarterback Russell Wilson after the game got very emotional and had this to say. You know, we tributed, you know, Paul Allen, you know, and, you know, we were we were talking about in the locker room that the reality is, is that, you know, he had to think big. You know, Paul was a guy who thought big. He believed big. He created Microsoft. You know, he was a person who helped change the world and make an impact. Uh, he gave me an opportunity, you know, and uh, I was saying in the locker room, I, I think that when we, when we gave the ball to the bird, who was one of his best friends and coworkers. I said, I said, you know, bird, I think that, uh, he, Paul blew it on that one. Let's a little bit to the right. <laughs> Paul, a little bit right. Yeah, that's right. The whole game, and we, you know, if you did not know, Paul Allen, uh, Microsoft uh, co-founder there, uh, owns the Seattle Seahawks along with the Portland Trailblazers, uh, was an, an amazing individual, very philanthropic, uh, over $20 billion, uh, you know, net worth, gave billions away. Uh, while he was still alive, he passed away within the last year and yeah, actually passed away during the NBA playoffs. And we know the dedication that was made by the Portland Trailblazers, but we hadn't had a chance yet to see the Seattle Seahawks. Well, they dedicated last night's prior to that game to Paul Allen. And like you heard, sometimes we're talking 112, 115. 
112 and 115, 97.4%. You don't get anything more automatic than a Greg Zerline field goal, 44 yards or less with no wind blowing. Yeah. Um, say what you will. I don't know how many of you would have still bet the Rams had you known that it was going to be uh, all dedicated to the late owner of the Seattle Seahawks, Paul Allen, at home. I don't know. I'm not, uh, don't call me, uh, don't call me crazy, but it seems a little bit convenient if you ask me. But ultimately, great game by Seattle. Not without faults, though. I can tell you this right now. Moving forward, keep this in mind, guys. Both of these defenses have issues, have a lot of issues that have to be figured out. That secondary of the Rams is putrid. They can't cover anybody. They are not good. They are not great up front either. Don't forget, and I, you know, this hasn't been talked about enough, and I'll, I'll keep reminding you guys moving forward. The Rams lost some size on that defensive front. They're athletic. They're quick. Aaron Donald, one of the best defensive players in the game, bar none, but he's not a big dude. And the problem is that Adamican Sue was in the middle of that defense last year holding up some bodies, man. He brought some girth to the game. They're very small up front this year, and they got pushed around pretty good by that big offensive line of the Seattle Seahawks. Chris Carson uh, had 118 yards on the ground. Nobody had been able to do it that far, uh, thus far. A lot of the, uh, a lot of what we heard was, listen, the Tampa Bay Bucks last Sunday ripped apart that secondary of the uh, of the Rams. So nobody really focused. Everyone just kept assuming that this Rams team was going to be good against the run. Well, they got gashed last night for 118 yards by Chris Carson. Not great on the run. Get pushed around way too easy. And that's secondary. That's going to be a problem for the rest of the year for the Rams. I don't know if they can go out and get Jalen Ramsey. I don't know what they're going to be able to do, but they suck. And so do Parts of the defense there of this Seattle Seahawks. We'll talk more about this game moving forward, what it means. We'll take a look at some of these games tonight. We'll do that coming up next here on The Line, The Morning Line, SportsGrid.com. DailyRoto.com. Learn from the game's best DFS players. We don't just give you premier advice. We play every day. All major sports, all year round, we never stop. Industry-leading DFS tools and custom projections. And now, the DailyRoto.com Optimizer. In minutes, build an optimized lineup for cash games and tourneys. Learn from the game's best DFS players. Join DailyRoto.com. The Nikki Glaser Podcast. Her roast of Tom Brady stole the show. Now she's talking about it on the latest episode of the Nikki Glaser Podcast. I said, tell Tom Brady that I'm the Tom Brady of roasting. Lots of people roasted the goat, but only Nikki is still being talked about. Every time I refresh my DMs, it's 14 blue check marks of people I didn't even know who knew me are writing like paragraphs to me. Hear that in all episodes of the Nikki Glaser Podcast on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search the Nikki Glaser Podcast to start listening. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals, 
Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith. When I'm not at my day job, first tape, you can find me in my studio hosting the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, at the very least, as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and politics. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions on those nauseating cowboy fans, the chaos in Washington, D.C., and trending topics on social media, as well as my straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. And I occasionally give out love advice. Yes, it's true. If you want to know my true feelings about something, I'll give it to you straight. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. All right, so who wants to be the next Daily Fantasy Millionaire? Are you raising your hand? Is that what you're doing right now? Come on, let me see it. High in the air right now if you'd like to be the next Daily Fantasy Millionaire. Because if you do, why not use the most accurate projections in fantasy football? That's right. Fantasy Pros has just independently rated Daily Roto the number one accurate projection system to start the 2019 fantasy football season. We tell you every day, guys, you have the tools available to you. Why not utilize them? Let the most accurate projections in DFS take you to the next level. You can save 10% right now. The promo code is ACTION, and you can become Daily Roto's eighth Daily Fantasy Millionaire. How many times do we got to introduce you to these guys? Head over to dailyroto.com forward slash premium to learn more. That's dailyroto.com forward slash premium. The promo code ACTION will get you a 10% discount on the most accurate DFS projection system you can get. And keep in mind, let us not forget that dailyroto.com, yeah, it's where millionaires are made. Get there today and welcome in here to the grid, sports grid. Dot com. I'm Joe Ranieri. It is the morning line as we take a look at a crazy night in the world of sports. Going to be even crazier today, certainly when it comes to October baseball playoffs. We had two games last night, early game, five o'clock cards taking on the Atlanta Braves. And then at 830, we had uh, we had the Washington Nationals fresh off of that crazy come from behind win against the Brewers. We had them taking on the Dodgers at Chez Ravine. How did it all go? Well, we'll let you hear it because the 5 o'clock game was also, that Cards-Atlanta Braves game was, whoo. Here's a 1-0. Goldschmidt sends one deep to left. That is way back and long gone. Paul Goldschmidt. 
a booming home run to left field. And the Cardinals are within a run. Yeah, it was a back-and-forth game there, a game where, once again, guys, it was it looked so good for those of you that were holding on to under tickets for most of this game. The Cards had, came back to beat the Braves in this game. You heard that propelled by... Uh, not only uh, Matt Carpenter, Paul Gold, uh, Goldschmidt, uh, Marcelo Zuna, Colton Wong each had two-run doubles in the ninth inning that helped the Cardinals uh, overcome some really bad defense, by the way. It was a wild finish, and yeah, it also extends Atlanta's postseason misery here, guys. They held off the Braves 7-6. Cards win that game. Game one of the National League Division Series. Oh, yeah, game two tonight, along with three others. Two game ones. Yankees will be in action tonight against Minnesota. You'll have uh, you'll have the Astros taking on the Tampa Bay Rays in game one. And we'll have game twos coming out our ears here. Cardinals, Atlanta. Don't forget Dodgers and the Nats. Four. That's right. Count them. Four. Friday, Major League Baseball postseason games. It was crazy. And I mean absolutely crazy in this game. But again, it toyed with those of you that had especially the under in this game, opened up at eight and a half. It got bet up to nine. Just about first pitch last night, it was bet up to nine and a half. There was an expectation that Dallas Keuchel and uh, and Mikolas for the St. Louis Cardinals, they might have some problems. 90 some odd degrees in Atlanta. Wind was blowing straight out at SunTrust Park. We told you this yesterday. Bullpens, eh, not exactly what I would trust, but at nine, nine and a half, uh, leading everybody to believe that ah, this is getting overvalued. They're, they're, they're making too much of these two teams. The cards can't hit. Now, if you took the under, eesh. yep, it looked good for about eight innings, guys, eight and a half innings. Uh, ultimately, you had the Cardinals score four runs in the top of the ninth. You had Atlanta score three runs in the bottom of the ninth. Almost came back to tie it. 7-6 is your final. And I'm not a math whiz, but if I take off my shoes and socks right now, I bet you that goes to 13, which means the over hit last night in this game. And the cards are lucky to have pulled away with that win. But you know what? Nobody cares about luck. Nobody cares about, you know, bad luck, good. Nobody cares. The bottom line is it's a W, best of five series. It's one less game the Cardinals have to win, unfortunately, uh, for those that were backing the favorites there who thought the uh, the Atlanta Braves were just going to be unstoppable here. Uh, yeah, that didn't work out for you guys. And you had to lay a pretty decent price uh, to it, too. 140, 145, minus 145, right around the closing number for the Braves. But the Cards, they closed as a plus 135 underdog. That's correct, underdog. So you had the over and you had the underdog in that game yesterday. And I swear I had mentioned to you guys here yesterday right on this very show, along with Make It Rain, right on the network, which is what we do, guys. We try to throw as much useful knowledge as humanly possible. A lot of places give you as much useless knowledge as humanly possible. We actually try to provide some knowledge here that will help you guys profit, be a little richer than you were before you started listening to us. And the truth is, one of the all-time great trends, profitable trends in Major League Baseball playoff history is 
that you get a much better chance of the underdogs winning when your totals are higher. And the reason being is because, let's face it, guys, it favors, it definitely favors the underdogs if you're going to have a lot of runs scored. If you think it's going to be a tight game, if Vegas is basically telling you, guys, it's uh, it's going to be a little going to be a little tight here. It's uh, it's only going to be seven runs, seven and a half. There's not going to be a whole lot of that means runs are at a premium. But when you're talking about a playoff game that gets above eight and a half into that nine range, right? When it gets into that nine or better, we told you it has been one of the most profitable trends in postseason baseball. Give me an over of over eight and a half, all right? Nine, give me the nine, nine and a half overs, and I will give you in all likelihood a cashable underdog in the Major League Baseball series. Happened last night with the cards. It could happen again today in that card situation. So very interesting. Keep an eye on that, guys. Uh, Flaherty going tonight for the cards. Uh, Folowitz uh, going for the Braves tonight, game two of that series. And keep an eye on that total, all right? Because I'm telling, look at the Twins tonight, in fact, guys. The Twins. Yes, the Minnesota Twins. Vegas is having a very hard time. Lines are having uh, odds makers. Very hard time, whether it be East Coast, Midwest, West Coast. Oddsmakers having a hard time with this because the total for the Twins and Yankees right now is eight and a half. And if you don't think the line makers know that trend, if you don't, they are doing everything in their power to avoid pushing it to nine. Why? Well, right now I can tell you eight and a half opened up at a ridiculous juice to begin with. Minus 115. This was last night. Woke up this morning, it's already, there's already two additional bumps to the juice at eight and a half. It went from 115 to minus 120 to, yeah, now I'm looking at minus 125, even minus 130 in a book or two across the country. They are doing everything in their power not to push it to nine because you know what happens when it goes to nine. The Sharps, and uh, we're going to have a little discussion about that coming up at uh, a little gambling you. But the Sharps in this case, and when I say Sharps, I'm talking about people that actually move lines, not people who use a sharp pencil or, or anything along those lines. No, I am talking about the guys that move lines, the bets that matter to the odds makers, they are waiting for that number to get pushed to nine. Because the minute it hits nine, there's going to be an awful lot of money coming in that's going to create liability for the books, and they know this, which is why the juice is continuing to rise as opposed to the actual total in this Twins-Yankee games. Cardinals cashed that spot yesterday, and we told you since 2003, guys, dogs with high totals, totals of eight and a half or more, They've gone 84 and 89. They have won 49%. Now you're saying, Joe, 49%. How is that? That's not even 50%. What are you talking about? Yeah, but when you're plus 140, you win 140 when you bet 100. So you don't need to win over 50% of the time to profit. In fact, (laughs) you need to win a hell of a lot less in order to profit. That's why we have told you backing underdogs during October in baseball, during playoffs, One of the most profitable things that you guys can do. The Cards pulled it off last night, did a great job. 
came back. Both bullpens melted in this game, but ultimately it was the Cardinals that were able to hold on and that being uh, holding on to a 7-6 victory. As far as the Dodgers and the Nationals go, talk about a talk about a frustrating game if you were backing the Nationals last night. Yeah, the Nationals had the right guy on the mound, Patrick Corbin started for them left-hander Patrick Corbin who his last five starts against the Dodgers he is no stranger to Ches Ravine or that Dodgers lineup who was hitting an abysmal 183 against him in their last five starts in fact he had only given up two earned runs in his five starts against the Dodgers don't forget that he came over before he went to the Nationals he was with the uh, he was with the Arizona Diamondbacks he knows this Dodgers team He was the guy that you wanted on the mound. He has had a lot of success against that lineup. So what does he do yesterday at a plus 140 favorite? He gets on the mound, top of the first inning, strikes a guy out, and then proceeds to walk not one, not two, not three, but four Dodger hitters in the first inning. That's correct. How they only scored one run, still amazing to me this morning. But we'll give you the rest of the details. We'll let you hear how it unfolded in that game. Coming up as we look here on the morning line on the grid, sportsgrid.com. DailyRoto.com. Learn from the game's best DFS players. We don't just give you premier advice. We play every day. All major sports, all year round, we never stop. Industry-leading DFS tools and custom projections. And now, the DailyRoto.com Optimizer. In minutes, build an optimized lineup for cash games and tourneys. Learn from the game's best DFS players. Join DailyRoto.com. The Nikki Glaser Podcast. Her roast of Tom Brady stole the show. Now she's talking about it on the latest episode of the Nikki Glaser Podcast. I said, tell Tom Brady that I'm the Tom Brady of roasting. Lots of people roasted the goat, but only Nikki is still being talked about. Every time I refresh my DMs, it's 14 blue check marks of people I didn't even know who knew me are writing like paragraphs to me. Hear that in all episodes of the Nikki Glaser Podcast on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search the Nikki Glaser Podcast to start listening. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals, Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith. When I'm not at my day job, first tape, you can find me in my studio hosting the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, at the very least, as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and politics. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions on those nauseating cowboy fans, the chaos in Washington, D.C., and trending topics on social media, as well as my straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. And I occasionally give out love advice. Yes, 
it's true. If you want to know my true feelings about something, I'll give it to you straight. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. All right, here we go on a Friday. Welcome in. You're just joining us on the grid, sportsgrid.com. I'm Joe Ranieri. It is the morning line as we've been getting you caught up with everything that happened overnight in the world of sports. It was a big night last night. We had uh, not only a Thursday night football game in the NFL, which turned out to be phenomenal, guys, by the way, kind of must-watch television. Can't believe I'm saying that about Thursday night football. But the Rams and the Seahawks delivered. And the Seahawks delivered the victory, now moving to 4-1, and one, while the Rams, they're kind of going, yeah, Greg Zerline, Mr. Leg, Mr. Automatic, 100. Uh, and again, I still got to check this number because I just want to make sure I'm laughing as I'm saying it because I'm like, I checked it like nine times. 112 out of 115 kicks from 44 yards or less have been made by Greg Zerline, 97.4%, and yet he gets out there last night with the opportunity to win the game and shanks it to the right. Eh, I mean, just missed, but still, it's a game of inches. That's what she said. Anyway, bottom line, they lost, and they lost because the things that bothered me about the Rams continue to bother me and continue to cost them games. That defense, as it turns out, guys, uh, the 50 points that Tampa Bay put up on them, reason why. That secondary of the Rams is putrid, absolutely putrid. They can't cover anybody. They're a little small up front in the front seven. They're athletic. I mean, Aaron Donald's great, but Aaron Donald is not a Dominican Sioux. And, you know, that, and neither is a Dominican Sioux. He's not on his team anymore either. And the problem that I see with this Rams team moving forward is that they are too small on the defensive front. When you get the big offensive linemen with some of these teams that can re- that will come after you, and Seattle is one of them, Chris Carson had, what, 100 and uh, I believe 18 yards on the ground, ran it down their throats when it mattered the most. I mean, Russell Wilson, tell me again how he's not worth the money. I, I just I can't wait to have that conversation again later this morning. Russell Wilson is clearly in the discussion for MVP this year. And he showed you why again last night. He does it all the damn time. 268 yards, four touchdowns, guys, four. Every time they needed to strike back and make a play, he made it. You couple that with the fact that uh, that Carson was able to run the ball, doing exactly what Seattle wants to do, which is run the ball. Yeah, uh, they're going to be a difficult team. Now, they too, it's they're not like that defense is without issues as well. They've got some problems in the secondary. This ain't the Legion of Boom anymore. Uh, But they did step up when they needed to yesterday with a big interception late in that game to stop a drive from the Rams from getting any worse. And, of course, that allowed them to take the ball and hit the go-ahead touchdown pass to Chris Carson for the ultimate victory there, 30-29. to So... A uh, great game last night, but we also had two college games last night, 
And this was absolutely hilarious last night. Not hilarious if you were watching, let's say, uh, I, I don't know, South Alabama versus Georgia Southern. Uh, if you were, you probably lost uh, some sort of bet with somebody and you were forced to watch it. But if you watched either of those games, the college games, you had the Sun Belt, you had the American Athletic, you had Temple taken on East Carolina in the later game. And that was actually supposed to be a good game. And it, and it was. It, it really was. But it ultimately was trending towards exactly what the line said it was going to do. Temple was a 12-point favorite in this game. The total was 47 points. And the consensus was Temple should not only win this game, but neither of these two teams offensively are going to be able to score a lot. The Temple Owls, the ECU, they are very good defensively. So the thought was under, take Temple, take under. And that is where a majority of the tickets went. It's where a majority of the money went. A lot of people were, uh, were teasing this game here last night. Under the 47, Temple 12, which is exactly what it was trending towards. It was 27-10. Temple was leading 27 to 10, guys, with under four minutes to go. Temple laying 12. The under is 47. Guys holding those tickets are just, it's easy. You guys are like, all right, let's cash it. Let's move on till tomorrow. And then things got dark. I mean, literally dark because the lights went out in the game, like not a stitch of lighting in the game. Apparently, uh, somebody forgot the timer was on at the lights at the stadium because there was a power outage lasted about six minutes. And at that particular point, we were having flashbacks of oh, if, if you don't play, if you don't play a game to the point where there's uh, less than five minutes in it, the game doesn't count. So all of a sudden there yesterday, guys are watching this on TV and they're holding this going, you got to be kidding me. Like, so eventually the lights do come back on, thankfully, right? The lights come back on. And when the lights came back on, it just, everything got absolutely crazy in this game. Ultimately, it came down to a, get a load of this, a muffed punt and an onside kick recovery all within the final minute and a half of this game. And there was a play, the final play of the game, if you were holding the under 47 ticket, the onside kick was the only thing that could crush you, right? It was the only thing that could crush you at this point. Uh, and, and you needed to make sure that it, it didn't, nothing crazy happened. And yeah, 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 yeah. Down 27 to 17. There was time for one more play, and really there was absolutely zero reason for Temple to lose and not cover, and there was no reason for the over to even come into play here, except for the fact a meaningless fourth and 14 play, the final play of the game. Yeah, it was, um, guy took the ball around the end and fumbled it. Not only did he fumble it, but he kicked it, Right to, you guessed it, a Temple Owl who then proceeded to pick it up and run it in for a touchdown. No reason at all to run a fourth and 14 play. No reason at all to fumble it or kick it to Temple. Yeah, that's exactly what they did. Now, the good news is if you were paying close attention and you weren't crying and ripping the ticket up at that point, 
yeah, there was this faint sound of a whistle in the distance. So after about, oh, I don't know, eight or ten minutes, that felt like a million years. The ref came back on and said, yeah, no, guys, uh, the play was blown dead. Game is over. Ultimately, preserving the 12, laying the 12, and the under. But that stretch of darkness into craziness, into a fourth and 14, uh, it did not make it easy for those of you that actually bet that game last night. Welcome to gambling, folks. It was hilarious how that came up. And I'm telling you, you get the gambling gods looking down, and they want to throw wrenches into everything. There is no rocking chair bets, guys. There is no just hold the ticket, sit in a rocking chair, watch the game, relax, because you've already won. Yeah, even when you think you win, or even when you thought you lost, because I know a couple of people that were holding the over ticket there and were celebrating and had gone to Twitter to to start to, they started to text, and they started to go with the, yeah, until, of course, they figured that it wasn't going to be. So it's never over until it's over. And that game last night between Temple and ECU certainly proved that. Craziness, guys. Absolute craziness. But Temple covers. The undercovers. Right? Uh, Georgia Southern wins. But South Alabama covers the 10 points that they were getting as 20-17 to 17 was the final in that game. Yeah, the under in that game also hit at 46, under 46. So last night, a lot of exactly what the professionals, the Sharps, were telling you came to fruition last night. That's exactly what took place. The Sharps had a big night. They told you to back the, uh, the Cardinals. Cardinals ended up covering. They told you the over was a good play. The over was a good play in that game. They also took uh, both unders in the college game last night, and both unders ended up hitting So it was a good night following the market trends and trying to determine who the Sharps were and where where the professional money was going and where it isn't. And that's why this is a good time to remind you it's a good gambling you here because the word sharp is being used all over the place. And I'm not quite sure we've ever defined it for you. Because if you spend any time on gambling Twitter and other places, the word is misused all over the place. It kind of muddying the definition of what sharp is. All right. Sharp means not just because, uh, you know, guys who bet and who say they do it professionally and, you know, who do a little handicapping. That doesn't make you a sharp. Okay. (laughs) A sharp, as far as when I talk about it and when people, In the industry, talk about it. A sharp is a person who immediately adjusts lines at sports books when they come out, right? They are the people who actually move lines. They are not people who bet. They are not just handicappers or, you know, guys that bet a lot. It doesn't make a difference. Sharps, here's the routine for what a sharp is a sharp is a professional sports investor, that the minute lines come out and as soon as the soft lines come out, they immediately hammer those lines because they're betting numbers, not teams. They are the ones that adjust the numbers after they get released, right? Because we always tell you it opened at this number, but it landed at this number. Well, that's where that's the people who are affecting that move 
are sharps. Those are the professional bettors. So-called sharps just because people have tickets to show you or the, uh, you know, they're like, wow, I got I got 18 bets tonight. That's great, but it doesn't make you a sharp. Sharps are the guys that move lines. Sharps are the guy the odds makers look to in order to balance the line out because we told you odds makers release the numbers early in the week, certainly in the NFL, right? Sunday night, the odds come out. The limits that you can bet on those odds when they first come out are ridiculously lower than what you can get them prior to kickoff. The reason is because the odds makers look to the sharps to determine whether or not they have the right number. And the odds makers will adjust it based upon what the sharps investment is in that particular game with that particular line. The odds makers and sharps are tied at the hip, guys. They'll put out a line. If the line is wrong, they'll know it right away. Why? Because the sharp professional better. And that's really what sharp means, guys. It means sharpening the line. That's what where the word sharp comes from. Guys that sharpen the line for the odds makers. They are the ones that determine whether or not that line moves. And it's a necessary evil in the marketplace because without them, bookmakers, you know, there's a lot of games on every card every day. The bookmakers aren't getting every one of them spot on, although they got last night's pretty good, didn't they, at uh, minus one and a half? Uh, But yes, the sharps counterbalance the public overreactions. The public loves favorites. They love overs. The sharps are the ones that kind of balance out the sports betting universe for the odds makers and for the sports books. They're the ones who buy it back and bring the line to where it should be. So when you hear people using the word sharp, if they don't follow that up with a opening line this or give you some sort of numerical data with it, they're just betters. That's all they are. All right, uh, more on this, and uh, we'll help you bet. We'll help you make it rain. We'll do that coming up next here on The Grid. SportsGrid.com. Good luck tonight. DailyRoto.com. DailyRoto.com. Learn from the game's best DFS players. We don't just give you premier advice. We play every day. All major sports, all year round, we never stop. Industry-leading DFS tools and custom projections. And now, the DailyRoto.com Optimizer. In minutes, build an optimized lineup for cash games and tourneys. Learn from the game's best DFS players. Join DailyRoto.com. The Nikki Glaser Podcast. Her roast of Tom Brady stole the show. Now she's talking about it on the latest episode of the Nikki Glaser Podcast. I said, tell Tom Brady that I'm the Tom Brady of roasting. Lots of people roasted the goat, but only Nikki is still being talked about. Every time I refresh my DMs, it's 14 blue check marks of people I didn't even know who knew me are writing like paragraphs to me. Hear that in all episodes of the Nikki Glaser Podcast on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search the Nikki Glaser Podcast to start listening. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals, 
Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith. When I'm not at my day job, first tape, you can find me in my studio hosting the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, at the very least, as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and politics. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions on those nauseating Cowboy fans, the chaos in Washington, D.C., and trending topics on social media, as well as my straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. And I occasionally give out love advice. Yes, it's true. If you want to know my true feelings about something, I'll give it to you straight. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. I overslept. Look, I need your help. Here's what you missed on the morning line. That's exactly how it ended there. And if you were keeping score at home, there was just a few more scores by Russell Wilson and the Seattle Seahawks, who took down the Rams at home 30 to 29. Yes, 30 to 29. And that's exactly why I am saying that point and a half closing line. Boy, that was a big, big deal last night. And it's also a great opportunity to point out for novice bettors, those of you just getting into the betting game. That is a great shining example last night of why when we talk about money line plays and forget about the spreads, especially spreads under three points, under a field goal, yeah, um, you do not want to be a person waking up this morning holding a ticket that says Seattle Seahawks and you laid a point and a half. Because you lost. And when you could have laid the money line, which wasn't that much more expensive, you, you could have laid the minus 110 and gotten and laid the point and a half, which would not have been the smart move. Or you could have paid an extra 15 cents, uh, 20 cents, and eliminated the spread altogether and just expect Seattle to win, which is exactly what they did. So this is, again, a good time to remind you guys that, yes, when it's under a field goal, do not spend a little extra bucks there, you know, minus 110 to minus 130. Go ahead, spend the extra 20 cents. Take the money line. Forget about the spread. You did not want to have to be waking up this morning going, oh, my goodness. Uh, yeah, I did not win. I thought I won. Seattle won. Yep, that's what money lines are all about. So the over also hit. Uh, and I believe the closing line was somewhere around 49, 48 and a half, 49 last night on this game. It actually hit with about 13 minutes left in regulation in the fourth quarter. So it was uh, much more of a shootout than a lot of us thought it was go going to be. And a lot of that reason was, guys, Russell Wilson. Russell Wilson was an absolute beast last night. An absolute beast. He made his case for MVP through five games last night. He was unbelievable. Through four, 268 yards, 
four touchdowns. Now, like you heard there at the end, Greg the leg, Greg Zerline, yeah, he doesn't miss too many field goals. In fact, it was his field goal, his 57-yard field goal that, you know, took him to the Super Bowl last year. Uh, well, that and the refs, but Greg Zerline does not miss field goals. MTV's official Challenge podcast is back for another season. And so are we. I'm Tori Deal. And I'm Anissa Ferreira. The wait is over, guys. All Stars 4 is finally here. And this season takes it to a whole new level. Old school legends, modern power players, and ex-lovers are all competing in Cape Town, South Africa for the prize of $300,000. And we're going to be right here along with you fans covering every episode on the podcast. Listen to MTV's official challenge podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Hannah Storm, and my new podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, chronicles my six decades in professional basketball. From growing up in the sport to becoming one of sports TV's first female broadcasters. Join me as I dig deep into the game's history, unearth some wild stories, and talk to my friends from the world of basketball. From Dr. J to Charles Barkley. It's been a wild ride, and now I get to take you with me. Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storm on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith, host of the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and I answer your phone calls and respond to your tweets. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions and straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. All that and more. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.